Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. As you are turning there, I'm going to give you, I'm going to read off uh, my, my paper here, uh, something from a medical website. It says, one of the biggest difference, uh, differences researchers have found between adults and adolescents in the, is in the prefrontal cortex. And you're like, what is the pre, anybody know what the prefrontal cor- cortex is? Okay, we got some, we got some uh, geniuses in here. This is part of the brain that is still developing in teens and doesn't complete its growth until approximately till their mid-20s. So you don't have a complete brain until you're at least 25, which is crazy to think. The prefrontal cortex performs reasoning, planning, judgment, and impulse control that are necessities for being an adult. And without the fully developmental prefrontal cortex, a teen might make poor decisions and lack the inability to discern whether a situation is safe. Teens tend to experiment with risky behavior and don't fully recognize the consequences of their choices. And you're like, Dylan, why are, this is not anatomy class. Why are we talking about the prefrontal cortex? Well, we're diving into a new series, Relationships, and we're starting off with your parents, your relationship with your parents. And here's the thing. I was a high schooler once. Many times as a high schooler, we think we've got it all figured out. Our parents are dated, their wisdom and their knowledge are dated. Any of y'all ever fall into that category where you feel like you know more than your parents? Well, I open up with this statistic for you, this, this information, is because your brain is not fully developed. You can't, you can't fully make decisions on your own because it's still developing. You aren't going to make the most wise decision every single time. So when we come to this relationship with your parents, I want you to know this because this should humble us, that we don't have it all figured out, and that our parents have wisdom and experience that they can give us. So tonight, I just want to give you a short, uh, easy statement for us to understand what our relationship with our parents should be, what we should be doing to our parents. Says children should honor their parents with God honoring submission and be prayerful and respectful towards them. Children should honor their parents with God honoring submission and be prayerful and respectful towards them. Let's pray as we open God's word. God, we thank you for your living and active word. God, I thank you for our parents. God, I thank you for those that have poured into our life. God, may we uh, find more love for you tonight. May we find more love for our parents in the way that we obey and honor and respect them. God, would you speak to us and maybe beyond tonight that, Lord, we're encouraged that you stir in our hearts that we need to make something right with our parents or change how we respond and act towards them. God, would you speak to us tonight? It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So instead of points for you tonight, I have three questions for you that we'll be answering throughout the message. The first one is this. What is our relation and responsibility to our parents? What is our relation and responsibility to our parents? Exodus 20, 12. It's one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So we're called to honor our parents. That's the, the, the way that we are to look at them. But we, we don't always do that, do we? There's sometimes that we, uh, we look at them uh, as a, an ATM. Y'all ever ask your parents for money all the time? 
like, oh, I need to get some out of the vending machine. I need these new dunks. I need these new, uh, you know, hoodie. I need all these new things. Well, there was a time I got a brother. He's two and a half years older than I am. And he, uh, we were both asking our, our dad for a lot of things. And at one point we were driving because, you know, we didn't have a Walmart, but in 30 minutes of every direction of where we live. So we drove a lot. And we're driving, my dad, he's talking to us, and that's when he gave us a lot of life lessons. And he said, Caleb, Dylan, the way that you look at me is you, you just think I'm the bank of Jeff Bone. That's all I am to you. You think I'm an ATM that you just ask for money, I give it to you, and then you get whatever you want. Because we had just been asking and asking and not really doing anything around the house. We had just been treating him like he's just this money dispenser that we get whatever we want. Y'all ever been like that before? Like, I'm going to ask my mom and dad that. They should give it to me. Well, we kind of forget the value of a dollar. We forget the work that our parents have done to earn that money to support us. So instead of looking at our parents as some transactional person, item, Scripture says that we should honor our parents, right? In verse 12, it says, honor your father and your mother. And, your, and, your mother. and this honor word, is heavy. And when I say heavy, that's part of the definition. It's heavy, it's weighty, and it also means glory. So when it says to honor, it's a weighty thing, it's a heavy thing, and it's a glorious thing. When we think of positions that are honorable, we think of maybe a judge, right? A judge in a court. We may think of, you know, because when he comes in, right, everybody rises, you treat him with honor, you aren't just like dapping up the, the judge in a, in a courtroom. The president of the United States, you may not love who's the, the president of the United States, but that is a position that deserves honor because they lead our country. They lead the military. They are in charge of everything. And, you, and, and it, I mean, it's real formal around the president. Me and Brittany went to the White House several years ago, and when you go to the White House, you're like, oh, it's weighty here because a lot of incredible things have done, been done in our country there. Think of, the, think of our pastor. None of y'all are going up to Dr. Rummage and, and dapping up, be like, what's up, Rum Dog? Good to see you, man. You, got, you nailed another one out there. It was a great Sunday morning. Like, you're not talking to him like that. Why? Because he's the pastor of our church. He leads our church. He is in an honorable, weighty position. Say, Pastor Rummage, Dr. Rummage. There's honor in the way that we talk to our pastor. There's these positions that we see in our hey, like. Calm down out there. There's a way that we look at some of these positions in our culture, and we're like, yeah, we, we honor those. But many times as we honor those, we look at our parents, and we don't honor their position. And they are one of the most weighty positions that there is. It's because of your parent. But here's what I've learned. that there, It's so easy for us to maybe honor other people, honor our principal, honor the pastor, honor the president, yet we dis honor our parents the most out of anybody but being a parent is an honorable and it's a weighty position and I want to challenge you tonight that you look at it in that way because they are in charge of bringing you up giving you a nourishing environment that you will flourish in that's their role as a parent it's to keep you clothed it's to keep you alive to keep you fed right I don't know if you understand that y'all are expensive Right, all the clothes and food and trips you want to take, right? That's expensive. But your parents work hard to provide for the family. 
they care for the family. They take care of the home. And there's many times that we can overlook the weightiness. And one of the things that brought this up even yesterday, uh, y'all on Monday, did y'all hear about the shooting that happened uh, in, in Nashville? Right? Three nine-year-olds were murdered. Three 60-year-olds were murdered. Y'all, as a parent, your role is to keep your kids safe, right? To give them a flourishing environment. And even me and Brittany, we were, we were praying last night for quite a while of just the weightiness. It was hitting us. We got a two-and-a-half-year-old and a, a six-month-old, and it's like we want to keep them safe. We want them to grow up to be God-honoring, God-loving, God-mission-minded people. And one of the things, you know, those parents sent all their kids to school doing the same thing. A Christian school is safe. Yet three families didn't have their nine-year-old come home that night. The burden that your parents hold for protecting you, providing for you, making sure you're safe, that's heavy. Yet we look at it as just some flippant thing. I don't know why you don't let me go hang out at this friend's house. I don't know why you don't let me to go uh, alone in this vehicle with another boy or with another girl. I don't know why you don't let me go to this party. I don't know why you don't let me go to this concert. Your parents are concerned for your safety. And if you remember from ParentLink, if you were there on Sunday, Lance Lang was talking about how the environment is one of the most toxic, one of the most gateway opportunities for you to get into addiction. So as a parent, you're trying to safeguard, you're trying to help raise your kid in a safe manner that they love Jesus. So when we are told no by something, our first thought is to, my parents are in an honorable position with a weighty task. I'm going to respect that. I'm going to honor that because it is weighty. Your responsibility as a child is to look and treat your parents with honor and respect. They have authority over you, and you must recognize that and check your hearts when you disagree with it, when you don't get your way. Romans 12 talks about outdoing one another in honor. Now, me and my brother, we messed up sometimes, right? Bank of Jeff Bone. But we did some things Right, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes. Uh, me and him had a competition, and I don't know how many years this, this lasted, it was when we were younger, is we would go out to eat, we would go on a vacation, we'd go to the Cardinals baseball game, we'd go do something, and it was always a challenge. It didn't start until both, all four of the, the doors of the car were closed. We would try to thank our parent first. Oh, thank you, Mom, Dad. Oh, thank you so much. That meal was awesome. That was great. Thank you so much for doing that for us. We love you. Now, who, why did we start that? I don't know, but that's what we did. We had a game. That's something maybe you can start. That's just a little tip. An easy way to show your parents honor is to thank them. Thank them any time that you think, oh, man, I didn't pay for that meal. Oh, man, I didn't pay for that, that, that pair of shoes. Oh, man, I didn't pay for that entrance fee to apply for college. Man, thank you all. You do so much for me. And you can make it a competition with your siblings. That's, I mean, if that helps you, that's great. But outdo one another in showing honor. That should be something that is on the forefront of our mind when we interact with our parents. So how do we, what is our relation and responsibility to our parents? It's to honor and respect them for their authority, for they have authority over us. Second question, how do we navigate when we disagree with our parents? How do we navigate when we disagree with our parents? If we flip all the way back into the New Testament, to, to Paul's letters in Ephesians, we're in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. God's word says, children, 
Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land. By a show of hands, how many of you have gotten into an argument with your parents? You disagree with your parents. Raise your hand high and proud. Raise your, keep your hand raised if it was within the last week. Raise your hand if it was within the last five days. Raise your hand if it was within the last three days. Raise your hand if it was today. Right? So this, for some of us in this room, is a normal occurrence, right? We're going to disagree with our parents. It's not always going to go the way we want it to. Shh. We want to do something, our parents shut it down. Our parents ask us to do something, we don't want to do it, we want to spend time doing something else. We get in trouble because we disobeyed, we dishonored, we disrespected our parents. Raise your hand if you are the younger, the youngest sibling, the baby in the family. My people, that's where we are at. The baby of the family is where it's at. Oh, yeah, 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 you older ones. Okay, hey, listen up, listen up. Shh. Those that are the baby of the family, did you ever learn something of what not to do from your older sibling? Raise your hand if you learned of what not to do. Yo, I did. I learned so much. Now I messed up. I, I got disciplined, but my brother Caleb, man, he for some reason he just it never got through to him. Do not argue with your parents. It does not go well for you. If you've ever fought back against your parents, raise your hand if it has ever gone well for you. Yeah, you guys didn't understand. It never goes well for you. You didn't understand. When you fight back against your parents, when you disrespect them, when you talk back, when you fight with them, shh, it doesn't go well with you. That's a recipe for disaster. So I want to give you guys a recipe for success tonight in interacting with your parents when you disagree with them. You ready for this? Obedience plus honor equals success. Obedience plus honor equals success. And you may be thinking, okay, if I obey and I honor, I get what I want. That's not success. We'll talk about what success is. But obedience plus honor equals success. Let's get back into Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Again, when we disobey our parents, it never goes well for us. We don't get what we want, and then we get worse consequences because of what we are doing, right? They tell you to do the weekly chores, and you don't want to do them. You're going to get, uh, you're going to get in trouble. You're probably going to get grounded. They're asking you, hey, be nice to your siblings. Hey, take out the trash. Hey, be at home on time. Hey, communicate. Y'all ever, y'all ever mess up on this one? Hey, when you get there, text me and let me know. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't do that one very well. And then we get mad at our parents when we don't actually fulfill what they're asking us to do. The things that they're asking us are pretty simple. Do they go against what we want to do? Well, yes, of course, because we want to do things that are selfish and all about us. And our parents are like, how do we keep this home functioning? Because y'all are messy. Y'all are dirty, and we want to keep this house clean and things organized. But simple things that we don't really need to make a fuss about, because here's the thing. If you look, at, and I would say 99% of the arguments that you get into with your parents that you disagree with, and then when they tell you no, you feel like your world is collapsing. 
you feel like, Mom, I'm not going to have friends anymore. Mom, I'm not going to be cool anymore. Mom, I'm not going to look like everybody else or I'm not going to experience and they're going to have all these and I'm going to have FOMO. Y'all, y'all think when they tell you no, your world is crumbling in. But the things that you're making a fuss about will not change your life. They will not collapse your world. They're simple things that your parents are asking you to do so that we obey them. But I will give you a caveat. If your parents are telling you to do something contrary to Scripture, that's when you kind of step back and pause. Right? Your parents are like, hey, we're going to Walmart tonight. We need some new, uh, some more t- toothpaste and some deodorant. I need you to stuff some in your sleeve. Uh, we need some toilet paper. So if you could just like put that up your back or up your shirt, uh, act like you've been eating a lot of Krispy Kremes and just walk around and, and steal that for us, that would be great for the family. Or if your parents are like, hey, uh, I know you've been working hard on that, that, that math test that you're studying for. Hey, this is how you cheat, right? You put this little sleeve of paper in this instrument, and then you take that to school. That would be great for you. Are we going to do those things? No. I hope we would not do those things. That, and those are in those moments you can say, well, that's not good. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to steal. But if we're honest, and all the things that our parents are asking us to do that we're throwing a fuss about, None of them are contrary to Scripture. So you have no reasoning or base or foundation to disobey your parents. Their only reasoning is because you don't want to. Well, guess what? Scripture, scripture says, I don't care. It says obey your parents. Verse 2. Well, before I get into that, I want you to know this. Your first step into communicating with your parents is to obey what they are telling you to do. You will not be able to to effectively communicate with your parents if you are not obeying what they're calling you to do. So if you want to communicate well with them, obey what they're saying. Verse 2, honor your father and your mother. Again, back to this idea of honor. Give them respect and do not talk back. Do not badmouth them. You guys ever been in a moment where you don't get what you want? couple days later, you're hanging out with your friend. You're like, my parents are, they just stink so much. They're the worst. They're the most strict parents ever. You guys ever said that before? Ever badmouth your parents to someone else's parents or your friends? That's not honoring them. That's you throwing a temper tantrum. That is not honoring. I want you to put themselves, put yourself in their shoes. I talked about it earlier. Their goal is to allow you to have a better life than they did. That's focused on Jesus, to allow you to have a place that you flourish in, to keep you safe, right? They have that burden every day. They wanted to take care of you and keep you safe. Now, I will assure you of this. Your parents do not wake up in the morning and say, I want to make Ella's life the worst. I just want, she wants to do this? Yeah, no. Oh, she wants to go to this game? Yeah, not going to happen. Oh, I'm going to mispack her lunch. I'm going to do these things. Your parents are not waking up saying, how can I ruin my kid's life? Because guess what? Y'all are whiny. And when your life is quote unquote ruined, that's really annoying for your parents, right? They're not just willingly inviting that into their life. They have the best intentions for you. And to be honest, your parents are doing the best that they can with the information that they have. They're not waking up saying, how can I make your life worse? Your parents are parenting you in the best way they know how because they they want to to, to grow you up in a flourishing environment that you love Jesus and walk faithfully with him. But here's something that you already know. Your parents aren't perfect. 
No one's perfect. That's why we need Jesus, right? So your parents are going to make mistakes. When you have conflict with them, when you say, I'm going to point out my parents' flaws in our conversation when we disagree, again, it will not go well with you. Do not dishonor them by just pointing out their sin. Do not dishonor them by saying, well, you're broken. Well, you messed up here. You did this in high school. You did this back in college. Y'all, does Jesus do that with us? No, he cleanses us of our, of our sins. He doesn't keep a record and, and remind us every step, every single day. No, that's not what Christ does for us. Respect them. They are shepherding you as best as they can. Verse 3. That it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. When you disobey your parents and you dishonor them, things will not go well for you. When you obey them, when you honor them, things will go well for you. You will find success. But what is that success? Is it success that you get to go to the game or you get to go hang out at this person's house or you get to stay out a little bit past curfew, past midnight? Is that the success I'm talking about? No. What we're talking about is when you obey and you honor, the, su the success it is, is that you have a deepened relationship with your parents. You have a more intimate relationship with your parents. You're building trust with your parents. Because maybe for some of you, all they have seen is when things don't go your way, you just whine. You, you just look and say, oh, well, uh, and you just throw a whole fit. Y'all, that is not what we're called to do. And when we obey and when we honor, we will find success with our parents because your parents have, I mean, me and Brittany, we have a two-and-a-half-year-old and a, a six-month-old. We look at them as precious and, and most of the time, right? Briggs is still in that real precious infant stage. He's like, you look at him, he lights up. He's amazing, right? Noble is a toddler. He disobeys sometimes, right? We have to discipline him. But when your parents, you may be thinking, well, Mom, Dad, I'm a 16-year-old, and I can drive, and I can do what I want. Hey, Mom, I'm graduating this year. I'm going off to college. I can do what I want. I've got it all figured out. They're somewhat still looking at you as a noble, as a Briggs, as a sweet little baby that they have all of this love for. And they're not looking at you as an, a grown-up adult because, number one, you're not. But number two, they have this love and, 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 and desire and passion for you. So we need to understand that when we're, when we're disagreeing and when we're having conversation with them. If you want it to go well, obey and honor, and you will f find success of a deepened relationship with them. Because when they see, oh, they disagreed, and you come back and say, and you, and you obey and you honor them, that will be building trust between you and them. And here's a little tidbit. Here's a little insider tip, and I've shared this even with some of y'all in this room. In the moment you disagree with your parents, you feel like you're being wronged, they're just out to get you, things are not going well. And in that moment, you disobey and you fight back, right? It doesn't go well for you. I want you to stop. When you, you're getting worked up, they tell you no. I want you to think, I need to obey I need to honor, but one of the things that middle schoolers and high schoolers constantly ask when their parents tell you no, but why? But why can I go do that? They can go do that. Why can't I do that? Everyone wants to know the why. And let me tell you, it's not bad to know the why. It's not bad to want to know that. 
But here's your process in figuring out the why. That's honoring your parents. When you disagree, things don't go well, it's conflict. In that moment, you obey. You honor them by obeying and saying, I will follow what you're telling me to do. Your emotions may be raised in the moment because you're not getting what you want. And honestly, sometimes your parents' emotions are raised in the moment because you might be fighting back a little bit. Obey, honor, and wait a little bit. Maybe wait till that night. Maybe wait till the next day when emotions, tempers have calmed down and come up to them and say, Mom, Dad, I love you. I'm going to obey you. I want to honor you because I know you're looking out the best for me. Hey, yesterday or earlier, this is how I felt when when y'all said, no, I feel like I wasn't being heard. I I just don't understand why I'm not able to do that. I I understand you guys. I just want to know why. If you would sit down with your parents and have an honest conversation that's cool and calm and collected, showing honor and showing that you obeyed, y'all, that's success. Because your parents are going to be like, they're figuring it out. They're honoring me by the way they've gone about it. And guess what? You may get the why. They may tell you, okay, this is what you don't see, right? Because you're not fully developed in the brain yet. And sometimes they may be like, well, that's, that's just what it is. And guess what? You're not entitled to the why. We continue to honor. We continue to obey. And if they give us a why, that's great. But in Scripture, it doesn't say, and your parents should tell you the why of everything they do. Maybe it'll be something that you learn 10 years down the road. Recipe for success, obedience plus honor equals success. And again, Romans 12, outdo one another in showing honor. When you disagree, it can be really easy to be like, man, I'm, 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 I'm mad at them. I'm angry towards them. I'm not going to deal with them. Hey, in those moments, lean into your parents and show them honor. Do something for them. Serve them. Show them honor because they are in an honorable position. Our last question, what if my parents don't lead me spiritually or aren't believers? What if my parents don't lead me spiritually or aren't believers? And you may be in the room tonight, you're like, that's me. You may be thinking, that is my story. Well, this is our last passage we're going to turn to in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16. God's word reads like this. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. So you may have family members or parents that don't know Jesus. They aren't leading you spiritually. Maybe they know Jesus, but they aren't leading you spiritually how, how are you supposed to interact with them, right? God's word still does not change. Obey, honor, success. Obey, honor, success. And again, if they are calling you to do something that's contrary to Scripture, right, that's when we kind of step back and give a little pause and, okay, what, how do we interact with this situation? But it says in verse 15, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy. So in our life, doesn't matter if our parents don't know Jesus. doesn't matter if they don't lead us spiritually. We're called to know Jesus and to honor him. That we honor him with our life, with our time, with our devotion and our passion. That we still spend time with him every single day. We still go out to our schools mission-minded every single day. We're to honor him. But what's important here, it says, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason 
of your hope that is in you. That your parents, that you need to be able to have a response ready of why you believe what you believe. Why do you want to follow Jesus, right? Your parents may, you may be here on a Wednesday night and you're like, my parents don't know I'm here. Or my parents barely let me come to church. Or they don't let me go to gravity. They don't let me go to Falls Creek. Why do you want to follow this Jesus person? Be ready to tell them why. Be ready to tell them why you love Jesus because it's important for two different reasons. Number one, it's important that you show them that you're authentic and you're genuine about it. You're not just following a crowd. You have a love and passion and desire for Jesus. But number two, when you give them a defense, when you tell them why you love Jesus, you're sharing the gospel with them. And I love Jesus so much because I was a sinner. And he came to die for me. And you get to tell them with authenticity and being genuine why you love Jesus and why Jesus has saved you. That's an opportunity to share Jesus with your parents. But what's important here is that when you got unbelieving parents or parents that aren't leading you spiritually, this is not a time be ready with defense like, bam, I'm going to hit a, a haymaker on my mom and dad when they ask me why. Because I, I got a hope in, in eternity. You don't got one right now. Bam. That's, that's not what we're called to do. It says at the end of verse 15, with gentleness and respect. So even in their unbelief, even when they don't believe, we are to treat them with gentleness and respect when we share our hope in Jesus. So we're telling them why, why we're passionate. And that might be hard if they're withholding church events from you, a Wednesday night, a Falls Creek, a Gravity, whatever it is, they're withholding that from you. You still treat them with gentleness and respect. And our hope is in 1 Peter 2, where it says in verse 12, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, that they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. It says in verse 16, that when they slander you, those who revile you for your good behavior, they will be put to shame. That when they see your good works, right, they're going to be like, this kid really is different. My kid says he loves Jesus and he lives it out. There's something to that. And they may be intrigued of why you live the way you live, why you do what you do, why you love Jesus the way you do. So what do you do if your parents don't allow you to go to church or to other things with the church? Three simple things. Pray for them. Pray that they will come to know Jesus. Pray that their hearts would be opened and, and, their, and their hearts softened that they would come to know Jesus and see your genuine love for Jesus as well. Number two, utilize resources at your fingertips. Every Wednesday night sermon we, we have here in the student ministry is podcasted. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on all the platforms that you can listen to. So if you, your parents say, all right, you can't come on Wednesday. Hey, Thursday morning we're posting the podcast. You can be encouraged through God's word. Obviously, Sunday mornings with Pastor Rummage, those are all recorded. You can utilize those on, on, on the, the, the Internet. you got devotionals. you got the Bible. There's a lot of things that are at your fingertips that you can access. And third, this is probably the hardest, serve your parents. Even when they don't allow you to do the one thing that you're like, I need to go serve and, and worship with my brothers and sisters at Quail or at church, serve your parents. Again, so that they may see your good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. So my response as Jonah and the band comes up, 
I want us to be thinking through, there, there may be some of you in this room that are like, man, I got great relationships with my parents. I never disagree with them. We're all good. There ain't nothing wrong. I don't think there's probably anybody in the room that ain't got a little bit wrong uh, of what you've done with your parents. But my challenge for you is as we sing and worship Jesus who is worthy of all, that we're reminded that though we may not have a good father here on earth, though we may come from broken families and feel like we don't have those parents, we have a good father who is in heaven that washes our sins away, that loves us so much he sent his son Jesus to die for us. But for us, if we have good relationships with our parents or if we don't have good relationships with our parents, let's identify in our mind as we sing, as we worship, and as we leave this place, what's wrong in my relationship with the Lord right now? What's wrong in my relationship with my parents right now? And go home to them and, and tell them, hey, I was really wrong when I did this. Hey, I messed up when I responded in anger towards you. I'm, I'm sorry. Own your mistake with them. But also tell them, Mom, I, you do a lot for our family. You do a lot for me. I love you. Thank you. Give them a hug. Make eye contact with them and tell them that you love them. When's the last time you did that? When's the last time you were intentional with that? So go home and do that. If you don't have a good relationship, this may be a little bit harder. Ask God for wisdom in talking with them. Ask God for favor with them and that you could share the good news of Jesus with them. <clears throat> because the most important relationship outside of Jesus right now in your life is the relationship with your parents. And as you process and as you obey and honor them, your relationship will be deepened and it will be more intimate. And I promise you, you will find success in that because you get a better relationship with your parents. Let's pray.